When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, welcome into the Starcastic Remarks studios. My name is Ryan, along with Chris, we are Starcastic Remarks. We follow the Dallas Stars for THPN. This is the after-game review for game number 66 against the Anaheim Ducks. Stars almost lose it by a final score of 3-2. to two. They do get the two points here in tonight's game. And uh, this is the second game of a back-to-back against the Anaheim Ducks from last Tuesday and now this Thursday. Well, I guess it's Friday now, technically speaking. But anyways, Chris, how are you doing? You doing okay? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's exactly how like, we, we We got four points, but I, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> All that matters is that you get the four points, right? I mean, yeah, that, uh, that's the only, how. right. They, that's the only thing I can take out of tonight's game and, and the positivity out of all of this. Oh man. Cause man, I was scared for a second. Well, I'll take <laughs> some more positivity. The first two periods we dominated. I mean, we took care of business. The ducks weren't Did good we really, at though? all. Yes. Did we we really... outshot them by a million outchanced them by a billion and just <laughs> by a billion nobody wanted to score literally nobody hmm. I, and i wonder what player could have helped in the scoring <laughs> i knew you department. were gonna immediately gonna go with that <laughs> open it up ryan with the pregame news that everyone was talking about so we'll go ahead and mention this uh this is from my uh my ipad right i just need to write i'm gonna write ipad up here at the top real quick yeah. there you go really cool ipad I'm going to write iPad Air. It's there the, you go. It's right the, on camera there. That's the iPad Air. This is the, we're going to call it the primitive edition. Um, in the first period, before the first period would start, they would mention that Lindell would be out with an upper body injury, and Hanley is in, and also Sekera, which would prove out to be a good thing. And then, <laughs> nothing else. Nope. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No other Garyanov is out and Stu Denich is in for Garyanov. Go ahead, Chris. Open your can of worms. 
uh, I mean, Bones is just a liar. <laughs> I mean, he was asked about it in pregame press conferences, and he says, well, Gurionov, he's not a defensive guy, and man, he's just not producing. Well, I can think of a really important producing that he had very recently, as recently as last week, against the Edmonton Oilers, where he had the game-winning goal. And then two games before that game, where he had a very big goal. He had the first goal of the game against the Edmonton, against not against the New York Islanders. But I mean, he's not producing. He just never does. But you know who is producing? Alexander Radulov. Let me read off this stat line tonight. <laughs> Alexander Radulov. Zero goals. Fire emoji. Zero assists. Sweating emoji. No points. Fire emoji again. Minus one on the night. That is sick. Four penalty minutes. Not not one penalty. He took two penalties in the same game. He had two shots on goal. And that's it. Oh, my bad. He has a takeaway, apparently. I believe that, totally. Because <laughs> we... th- this scorekeeper was just great. I mean, the Stars definitely only had nine blocks, and the Ducks definitely had 22. That is accurate. 100%. Right. And the hits are definitely 23 to 26. Very accurate. Oh, and the giveaways and takeaways are 100% accurate. Yeah, those both sides. definitely make eight giveaways per team. Yeah, that sounds oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. sounds correct. Especially in the first two periods, right? It, he's in, 100%. He's he's just wrong. I mean, he's saying Gurionov isn't producing. That's just an outright lie. It's just not true. Is he just not looking at stats before he says crap like that? <laughs> Is he just literally talking out of his butt? Because that's what it seems like. That'd be and very interesting if he was talking out of his butt. We have Radic Foxa, who is doing no offense ever. Who is that's not true. He had a goal in the He had a goal. He did he have a goal. a goal. A miracle goal. Boy howdy. <laughs> Boy howdy. <laughs> but man, I can't I can't stand these decisions. If if he is our coach next year, I am going to lose my mind. Like, seriously. It's just not true. He just says untrue things. And the fact that Radulov is still playing and still playing the amount of minutes that he does is ridiculous to me. I I truly don't understand it. I mean, he's I, literally only hurting the team right now. I perfectly understand it. What does Bonus like and what does he not like? He likes he defense. He likes old people. And he likes old people. He likes the veterans. Oh. And you he doesn't know, like the young guys and he doesn't like offense. They you want to know another idiotic play. thing? Miro Haskinen. On note by doctors, make sure you limit his minutes because if he ever overdoes it, he could get sick again. Guess how many minutes he has tonight? 26. Guess. 27, 23. 27 minutes and 23 seconds. How's that for limiting his ice time? It That one I can't put on Bones because Mayor asked for it. He's like, "Give me, I want more minutes. That's, yeah. that's literally what if he said. If the doctors say no, then you don't do it. it, it this guy is a buffoon. It's, they're terrible decisions. Do you want to get back into the whole Peterson conversation too and why Peterson was scratched? Because Peterson shows up on the score sheet again tonight. And he scores all the time. Yeah, secondary assist on the first Mm -hmm. one by Suter. He's all over the ice. Great scoring chances. See if he had any shots. Just, Just the one shot on goal from him. But that was that huge chance in the second period. So... I don't so know, it, man. It, I guess that, Peterson only gets 
12 minutes and 25 seconds of ice time too. Well, Radulov gets 13:40. Foxa gets 16 minutes and 18 seconds of ice time. How much of that was on the penalty kill? 3. So that's about the same as as Radulov. And Radulov doesn't pay or Radulov doesn't pay. Radulov doesn't kill penalties and neither does. How about Tyler Peterson. Sagan? Tyler Sagan 12 minutes 38 seconds total ice time. That makes no sense. <laughs> It, it doesn't, and, and, and I mean, and we talk about that, but again, Sagan's not scoring either. He's doing better than Rad's is. He's not taking four yeah. penalties and getting a minus one on the night. He had two, Chris. He had two. Four they were the minutes. same freaking thing. Sorry. They were the same freaking thing, too. But I, I just don't understand the coaching decisions when it comes to bonus sometimes. They're wrong. And when he does, when he explains them, he just sounds dumber. And like literally, go look at Saad. So Saad Yusuf is the one who's asking him these questions, and I'm loving Saad for finally like he's the only media member right now that's asking him why he's doing this because he never has good answers for it. So I love Saad for doing that. We had him on the podcast because he's amazing. But he asks these questions, and the answers he give are just nonsense. They're really nonsense. It it's it doesn't make sense. And the other thing that kind of hacks me off a little bit is that second line of Sagan, Garyanov, and Peterson was looking really good. And then, you know, Nemestikov comes into the mix and he, he throws Nemestikov on the second line and, and scratches Peterson. I don't get that decision. I don't understand that. I mean, if you're, if you're going to have somebody come in on a deadline deal like that, the guys should be coming in on a third or fourth line. Yeah. And... And I, and I mean, other just, than the, the exception would be like maybe like a, a Giroux, a Claude Giroux or someone like that. But and just, he's, just he's imagine, totally screwed over that line. That line was doing next really year, well. We're going to have at least two, maybe three rookies next year who could be extremely good, who are very offensive minded. Imagine if Stankovin comes in and he just isn't played. He's just healthy scratched. And like, I feel like that's a total possibility of Bones as a coach. Like, honestly. I, I I don't game. think he makes the NHL next year. Are you Just, kidding? I'm I'm not kidding. I don't think he makes the NHL next year. And and if Bones is the coach, I don't want him in the NHL. <laughs> right? I'll take I'll take almost any bet that he's in the NHL. You would put Stankoven in there before Wyatt Borg. Yes. Or Wyatt Wyatt Johnson? Excuse me. Yes. Yes. Really. Yes. And wow. Okay. Just his his McDavid-esque ability. He can take over a game. And we also have to be careful because, you know, these, the, I mean, we should, let's just go ahead and get into this because this is a, a good conversation to have before we get into the game summary. The Stars prospects in the Canadian Hockey Leagues, a.k.a. the major junior leagues, each guy is leading the league in points per game. And they're it's all guys, Stars right? prospects. Yes, it's three guys. Three I, I league leaders. I don't in, know. Who, I, I don't know who's in what league, but I know that in each league that, that we have three prospects that are leading the league in points per game. One of those is Logan Stankoven, like you just mentioned. The other is Wyatt John, Johnson, I think. Johnson, Wyatt Johnson. And then remember. and then the third one, I believe, is uh, Maverick Bork. I think that's right. But I'm not so sure about that last one. But it, it, either way, either way. And then we have Antonio Stranges, who's just, you know, putting up highlight real goals like it's nothing. But, you, you know, 
you have to be careful when you compare how those guys play in those leagues because they're playing against boys. It's it's not the same. It, it, it's much less the same. I, I, I like the enthusiasm for the three guys, and I'm not saying that they won't be good in the NHL, but we got to calm down the expectations a little bit because we don't want I mean, to rush them into the league and then they become, you know, bad like a Carter Hart or something else, like that. Who else did we say that about? Who? Otter. Otter. Otter was in the AHL to start the year. Everyone said, "Oh, he needs one more season to see to season to season him up." You were on board with it. Don't act like that. You are still you were on board with it at the beginning of the season, and I was wrong. You were wrong. I was screaming. I'm still screaming <laughs> internally. Look how right I am, everybody. Everybody <laughs> like this video for me being right. Yes, exactly. But no, you're wrong. This is a young players' league. All three of those guys better be in the show next year to use baseball terms let's go into the hockey game now all right i'm done with coaches for the rest of the podcast i'm tired of talking about him because it's not, not going to change until the end of the season we can still criticize his decisions and, but by the way if if you are curious about the questions that sod asked rick bonus uh, they are on his twitter feed so i would i would strongly encourage you to go and look at those because they're very eye-opening and some of the decisions that he makes are just, we're, we're not going to get back into it. Anyways, um, in the first period, we already mentioned Lindell is out with an upper body injury. Hanley and Sekera are both in. Gary is out. Student Nietzsche is out. And the question was asked, you know, why is Sekera in instead of Harley? And it, it made, this was the one coaching decision that kind of made sense. And it was because Sekera can kill penalties and Lindell kills penalties like crazy. That's the one decision that I was like, okay, that makes some kind of sense. Yeah. That, and it, and it paid off reason. tonight, actually, <laughs> in the offensive in the offensive game tonight, too. Which, who would have known? <laughs> Nobody. Not even Sekera. <laughs> yeah, no, not even Sekera, yeah. And even, even then, it wasn't even a good shot. It was just a, a flutter puck, I think is what Razor said. Uh, 19 minutes, 11 seconds. My first comment I made in the first period. Hence, fans on a chance after two Anaheim turnovers. And the I, I continued with the very next comment. Lots of turnovers by Anaheim. They were just basically giving us the puck. I mean, there's only eight, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there are way more than that. Uh, six and a half minutes into the first period. It's three to nothing Dallas in the shot department. Uh, there was a good hit on Radulov. Radulov got destroyed in that play. The Stars would get their first power play about eight minutes into the game. It was uh, interference on Lundestrom. And uh, the Stars would capitalize about literally about the halfway mark in the first period. Uh, Sagan would get a shot from the outside. And who would have thought, again, the offensive-minded defenseman Ryan Suter gets the rebound creeping down from the point and makes it one nothing Stars. What do you think? I mean, I thought it was a great play. He he kind of followed up what he was, what his pass was doing off that, and he kind of saw that the rebound was going to come, and that's that's totally a veteran play right there by Suter. Like to to read that well, what's going to happen, and to creep down low. That that was I was impressed by his hockey knowledge on that play. It was really cool. Hockey IQ. There you go. Hockey IQ. There, that's the word you're looking for. Um. And a good power play overall too. And and it it was a good power play. It was a very decent power play. Um. Here's the frustrating thing for me, though. The very one of the 
comments that was made after that goal is that Ryan Suter is leading the Stars defensemen <laughs> in goals with six. They now half of those on the power play. We have John Klingberg and Miro Haskinen and Essa Lindell. Now I know everyone's like Essa Lindell. A couple years ago, this guy, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the a couple of years ago, this guy, the guy scored over ten goals. It was a it was a career year for him, but still, he can put the puck in the net when he wants to. Why would that be frustrating to me, Chris? Coach. <laughs> He's he's turned our offensive weapons into nothing. And both of those guys should be, you know, leading the team in points. Yeah. And, and at the very nominee. least, <laughs> and at the very least, should have more goals than Ryan Suter. I'm sorry. I love Ryan Suter. He's doing really well for the Stars this year, especially defensively. He's eating up huge minutes considering he's 36 years old. We should talk more about him. We're getting but, what we paid for. Right. I would think we're getting more than what we paid for, considering the amount of minutes he's playing. That that's my thing. I would not expect a thirty-six year old to be playing that many minutes. Well, we're gonna but, be paying him five mil when he's in his forties too. So, that I guess it's true. But whatever. Anyways, that that was the frustrating part for me. He was like, you know, I was like, yay! And then they said the the stat, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that in this and, game. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Exactly. I was trying to be positive through the game because I'm like, you know, we're kind of winning through most of it, and you know, I feel like we're still going to win this game, but I was like, even at the end of the second period, but I was still kind of like, really? Really, guys? <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, Sonny Milano, in that first line for Anaheim was has been really good against the Stars in the past two games. They got a lot of chances, just not high-quality goals. Uh, but anyway, Sonny Milano would have a chance after beating the ice and call. And then I wrote this down. Stars are not even getting scoring chances on any of these turnovers, especially in the first 10 minutes of the first period. And that was the most frustrating thing for me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of the times in that first period, the turnovers that we were getting, we were just kind of firing and not really thinking. So I'll agree with that, at least in the first period. I didn't think we were doing anything with them, not even firing shots. It was like most of it was kept to the outside and it was kept to the outside just because the stars were passing to the outside, not because Anaheim was forcing us to the outside. Their defense was not good tonight. And like we've talked about, the stars score in the center, and that's pretty much it. We don't have very many guys who have a wicked shot. We pretty much score from the slot on every single goal. Right, and that's even from the the shots that come from the point. Oh, yeah. Because because they're rebounds, rebounds and right? Then, that's yeah. Exa- and, yeah, and that's and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. I don't. I'm not complaining about that. But, but if that's the only way we score, that's where we have to go. Yes, exactly. That's exactly the 100 percent truth right there. Um, five minutes remaining. Pavelski would have a chance. It was a great save by Gibson. And actually, before that, I should write this. Zegers tries to go one v three, and I was I was like, I was like, I know he almost got one it. One more move, like, and he would have been there. Man, he's a guy that I love to hate because he, he's so good and so creative with the puck. He's just like but, David. It's just like he just doesn't execute as often. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And when he does, it's amazing. <laughs> the NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the wind column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. 
DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 years of age or older. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. (laughs) Anyways, a minute and a half ago by three minutes, 43 seconds remaining. And the shots were 11 to three Dallas, but it didn't feel like it. Did you feel like that? It felt like we were controlling the game. It didn't feel like we had a lot of great chances, but it did feel like we were controlling the game. It, it just felt like to me that Anaheim is a bad team and the Stars were playing down to their That's more playing true. down to them. I felt and, like we were more skilled than them and they were not playing well. Yeah, they were not playing well and we weren't doing anything with anything. <laughs> I mean, that's what was literally it. Uh, but anyways... Uh, there was an awkward bounce off the boards from a Hanley shot and almost got past Gibson, and that, that wouldn't be the only time that that would happen tonight. <laughs> uh, it would have happened to our goalie. Uh, ah, foreshadowing. Um, what a great storyteller. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is what you pay for on Starcastic Remarks. Yeah, it's not like you get this for free <laughs> or anything, right? Um, three, and a, three minutes, 15 seconds remaining in the first period. Hanley would take an interference penalty. It was the first Anaheim power play. It, there was some really good uh, penalty kill work by one player in particular that I liked. It was uh, Michael Roffel. I liked. I mentioned him, and I don't mention him enough, especially when it comes we to him enough. Well, on the defensive <laughs> side is what I mean. On the defensive side of the of the game is what I mean. Um, the stars would kill the penalty, and then I I kind of put about fifteen seconds later, Anaheim just could never get set up. Which was good. That's exactly what you should do if you're the stars. And I will give that to those three guys because I give them a lot of crap. They did very well in the penalty kill tonight. Which who are the honestly, three guys? Glendinning, Foxa, Raffle. Right. I give those guys a lot of crap. They did very good on the penalty kill tonight. Very happy with it and the faceoffs too. And they had a they had a couple of decent, uh, you know, ozone ozone shifts, but, but again, again they're just not really getting much from it. That's yeah, it's just. Which is fine, which is fine if you're trying to build momentum, I guess. But again, well, you would like to see some shots on that. What that line needs to do is they need to not try and score, and they just need to hope that Miro was on the ice with them, and they just give it to him. <laughs> I was honestly expecting him to get the game-winning goal here tonight. We'll talk about that here in a second. Um. Well, let me see. I'm just going to take a look at shots for those three guys real quick. Glendening had four shots tonight. Yeah, he needs to stop. Uh, Ruffle, <laughs> They're never gonna go in. Ruffle had Ruffle had one shot, and then Fox had two. So They're not gonna go in though. That's why we gotta give it to Heisky. Anyway, right, Stars yeah, kind of they kind of controlled the first period. They were kind of playing down. They didn't have great chances. They weren't really flying or anything. But the Ducks sucked. It's not good to be a bad team and to play bad. That's a bad combo. But going into the second, I thought they dominated the second. I thought they had a lot of chances, and there was no capitalization. I thought that a lot of the second was some of the same of the first. The Ducks were not playing well. The Stars were just not capitalizing. That's what, and and I mean, you could probably say that honestly, yes, about the Stars here, but I don't know. I just felt it was more of the same here, at the, especially at the beginning of the second period. Yeah, towards the end of the second period, I felt like the game was three to nothing. And then the Ducks scored, and I was like, what the oh, crap, crap we're tied yes exactly <laughs> yeah well i mean that's what i put at the end of the first stars not taking advantage should have should be up by more 
Should be up by like three. Two or three. Point. Yeah, two or three. At the very least, two. Um, I guess we got to talk about that Ducks goal. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick before we get to it. Uh, I mean, there's some chances here, but uh, Nemestikov with a chance. Good save by Gibson. Uh, Raffle to Glenn Denning. He, there was another good save by Gibson. Terry DeZegris, th- those two guys for in the future that's are it. just going to be insane. For well, that's the, the whole Anaheim Ducks. Ducks. That's their team. Yeah. <laughs> and then I put Tummy Save by Otter because uh, I, th- I think Razor mentioned it. And then the, here's something that really kind of frustrated me is that 14 minutes and 33 seconds, Adam Henrique, who is one of the older guys, one of the veterans on the team, I think he's like 32, he was completely by himself in front of the net with no Stars players around. Absolutely nobody in front with Adam Henrique and he's one of their goal scorers. He's one of the guys that's going to put the puck in the net for the Anaheim dogs. And that frustrated Sorry. me. <laughs> uh, Peterson would whiff on a shot and Raz would take his first of two penalties. Second Anah- Anaheim power play. It would eventually become like a five on three and a half when Suter breaks his stick. Uh, the stars do ki- uh, kill the penalty. And then I put, honestly, this game is kind of boring to watch laugh out loud. So yeah. I don't know how you felt at that point, but I was just like, there's there's nothing to like, you know, get excited about because it's a one nothing game. Uh, the Ducks are sucking. The Stars are kind of sucking at the same time, and they're just not bearing anything. And they didn't particularly play well tonight either. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, they didn't. I mean, the Ducks were really bad. It was was the big thing. <laughs> the, the, we were ju- we were just the the lesser of two evils tonight. I guess. Well, we're just a better team. Like I feel like both teams. Did not play well, but the Ducks are just not good. Somebody had to win. <laughs> Somebody had to win. I think that's <laughs> I think that's the way it went. And man, that that first Ducks goal. Honestly, if you think about it, it's the first gaff by a goalie we've had this season. In a in a season that has been full of goalie gaffes. <laughs> I mean, if you watch Steve's dang it's, it's been a weekly occurrence. <laughs> so the fact that this is the first one for the Stars. We'll, we'll take it. And if it's the only one of the season, we're very happy. So it it's crazy. It can't happen, of course. But you know what else can't happen? Only two goals of support. Yeah. <laughs> and the goal you're talking about, Chris, here is Jamie Drysdale. It bounces off of the boards and somehow yeah. makes its way behind Jay Cottinger, which I'm sure he would want that one back. Yeah, I guess a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's true. Did, that's an interesting question. Is that considered a shot? I think it is. It has to be a shot, right? Because it was a goal. I don't know. That that we need we need James our stats guy to yeah, come on and James. tell us. James, is that a shot? Yeah, James, you, <laughs> uh, he's he's here in the chat listening. Let, does that count as a shot? You can tell us. Well, he has one goal and one shot on goal, so I think it, it I think it be, is. It has to be. It has it. to be his one shot. Wouldn't that be so lame to be that's your only shot? That's your only shot of the night is it happens to be a careening puck that goes. <laughs> His only shot of the night was unintentional. And it I know, completely in. unintentional. <laughs> he was looking for a rebound. It was not even a shot. That's funny. Um, and the the thing about that though is that Otter never picked it up. He he want he'll want that one back. But the other thing is is the stars kind of put themselves in that situation too. They iced the puck, and the other frustrating thing is is they had been winning, you know these face-offs all night. And of course the one face-off that they don't win, that they really need to win happens to go in the back of our net. And that goes one, one into the second intermission. And I'm thinking we have not played well. 
the Anaheim Ducks have sucked. They're going to come out in the third, and they're going to win the game. That's honestly what I thought. I thought that I got punched in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it felt like. So that, that's all I have. I didn't think we were going to win. The beginning of the third period, I wrote, the shots are 26-10 to 10 in favor of the Dallas. And that's why I thought we weren't going to win. <laughs> Anytime we outshoot an opponent that bad, no chance. <laughs> Last time the Stars had that many shots, we were playing against Carolina, and we won the game four to three. So that's that was my other thought Look in the me, back I'm of like my head. Bones. I don't know what I'm talking about with stats. Uh, James says yes. Right. By the way, Chris. Uh, James yes. says yes. It counts as a shot. So. Thank you, James. Uh, Klinger had a good defensive play about th- three and a half minutes in on a Anaheim two on one. Of course, it was Zagris because he's the only guy that can really play for them right now. Uh, Five minutes in, Robo had a chance in the slot from Pavelski, but he missed. And then this was an interesting stat that I, you know, I saw, you know, on the broadcast. Otter in his last 10 road games, get this, he's 5-4-1. Okay, so that's not all that great, but, you know, it's it's 500 if you count it at the overtime loss as a real loss. But what's really frustrating is his save percentage and his goals against average. Get this, a 937 save percentage and a 2.02 goals against average in his last 10 road games, and he's only won five of them. Talk about yeah. no goal support on the road. I mean, way to point and out yet the obvious, somehow we've won He these has games. to play better. He's got to play better. I mean, two goals? We can't be expected to score three goals a game. That's crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, I, I saw those stats, and I'm like, if a goaltender has those stats through the course of a season... He's the Vesna winner. Yep. Hands down. No no question. He he and, wins the Vesna. And Otter can't even win 50% of the games. <laughs> well, well, I mean, and there's always that one crazy stat that everybody points out. You know, Marty Marty Turco back in the day, I I couldn't I can't remember to save my life what playoff series it was, but he had three shutouts and lost the series. Three shutouts and lost the series. This proves to you that the Dell Stars are the same team as they've always been <laughs> from 12 years ago <laughs> ever since ever since we lo- we won the cup same team same team same team anyways uh six minutes seven minutes in anaheim is starting to spend more time in the dallas zone and i wrote that and i'm like here we go uh minute later i wrote more anaheim pressure after a good shift in the ozone by their first line um Mahura had a blast for Anaheim and Otter had a big rebound on that save. So kind of scary there. I wish Otter had kind of Well, I mean, I don't know what else he's supposed to do, but whatever. <laughs> but anyways, uh the, Anaheim would get their third power play of the evening against Radulov's second penalty for tripping. And on this power play, it would be the best of the three power plays that Anaheim would have for the night. But Thank God for Jay Cottinger. He had he some really big insane. saves on that penalty kill, and the Stars would kill it off. And from there, I think Otter's going to win us the game, and he, he kind of does. Especially until, in that, especially in that power play, he did until the last goal by the Ducks, which was just a great play. Sagan would miss the net again. He's at the top of the crease. It hits nothing. It's harder to hit nothing than it is to hit the net. It's more difficult. And we do it consistently now. It's like a thing. It's like the one thing we're consistent at. 
We found it. We've done it. <laughs> we found the consistency. We found the consistency. <laughs> it's just not in a stat that we want. <laughs> oh my goodness. But uh, now we take that, we translate it, boom. Golden. I didn't even see what happened. Like like it, I thought missed. he hit I thought he hit the net, and then the very next thing it's like the, the camera has to like pan out away. And, go, and, and it pans away to the other end of the zone. I'm like, what the heck happened? There's just like nothing happened. It was like, okay. Yeah, because like, I mean, Josh thought so too. He he was confused because he like, he was like said Sagan's name really high pitched, you know, like trying to incite excitement into the play, and then what? Where's the puck? <laughs> Did you hear that? He was like silent for like a good two or three seconds while the camera was panning over. Nobody knew what had happened. Darn, the stars did it again. Yep, oh well, they did. let's keep trying. But hey. Haskinen would hit the post about two minutes later, oh and I thought, goodness. and that's when I it really solidified that I was like, "Oh crap, we're really gonna lose the game." Thirty seconds later, however, Secker would score from the slot. It was a flutter puck, and uh, Peterson would get one of the assists. I don't know who would get the other assist there. I, right I now, it's showing as unassisted for me for some reason, but I know that's not true because it was not, it was a rebound. So I don't know. Well, it. I don't think it was a rebound. It was kind of a broken play in front of Gibson and Sekera just happened to be in the right spot at the right time. Yeah. So maybe it, maybe it wasn't a, maybe there was no assist on that goal, but there's gotta be assist on that goal. If it's unassisted, they're wrong. But anyway, then not a minute later, Kevin Shattenkirk yeah. with a, it's a beauty it's a of a deflection. Tip. It's a great tip. It's not a good tip. It's amazing. He's full speed, perfect deflection nothing otter can do but they should never be in that position in the first place so. what is the defenseman doing in the slot tipping a shot <laughs> being so weird. smart obviously i guess it's so weird but anyways like i got excited for a second i'm like oh, okay we're actually gonna win the game and then you know a minute later it my fears of losing the, a game to the anaheim ducks who have lost 10 in a row at this point now they've lost lost 11 you know, it's more solidified when they score that game tying goal. Um, then Otter would have a really big save on Grant, uh, who is this the centerman right on the first on. line, and uh, two Anaheim players in front of the net, no stars. Again, second time I, I've saw that there's a like a a gasp in defensive coverage from the stars. Um, and then a minute remaining in the third period, Gibson almost, you know, gifts us the game. He mishandles the puck, and then chaos ensues in front of him. And a couple of players looked like they had chances to shoot, and they didn't. I almost lost my mind. <laughs> I know. I was That even further solidified my belief that we were going to lose this game. Well, at that point, I felt comfortable that we were going to overtime. And once we get to overtime, I'm confident we're going to win. So at that point, I was kind of cool. I was kind of chill at that point. You know what? I kind of, you know, I should feel that way, but because of last year, <laughs> it's still, and, and, and still all the things I mentioned, right. it still doesn't feel right. Like, okay, like they've lost 10 in a row. We've sucked, did absolutely nothing with all the turnovers that we could have had in the first two periods. Uh, Otter let in a weird one as the first goal. We, and it was tied going into the second intermission. I mean, I, I, I could, I could keep going. <laughs> with the amount of things that I thought was going against the stars in tonight's game. And then in overtime, the stars went off of Jamie Ben's shots. It was a beautiful shot under the blocker over the pad. 
And he single-handedly in the overtime hands Anaheim their 11th loss in a row. That's insane. A great shot. We always say this whenever Ben scores like that, but I wish he would shoot more wrist shots. They're so nice. That looked like 25, 26-year-old Jamie Ben shooting that. It looked like our Ross Jamie Ben is what that looked like. Mm-hmm. It really did. I'll tell did. you me what. But, I mean, what do you think overall, Chris? I mean, anything after going through the game summary and discussing all this? I'm going to fall asleep. I'm going to black out. And I'm going to forget either of these games happened. And all I'm going to see is W's. And I'm going to be happy. Because we <laughs> did what we needed yeah. to do. We took care of business. We got four points. We're ahead of the Knights. Who mm. cares? Yeah. Let me ask you this. Is this whole not winning in regulation going to bite us in the butt? Because I was thinking about this as we were going to overtime. It's it's never happened, has it? I don't think any tiebreaker has been decided by regulation wins. R-O-W. It, it, it can. It can, it, but I don't think it ever if at has. The end, if at the end of the season, we have 83 points and Vegas has 83 points. I'm just making up a number off the top of my head. I know that, it's going to be more than that. And and already Vegas has more regulation wins yes, than we do. I understand. I think we're at like 24, 25 or something Yeah, we like have that. like eight overtime wins. But either way, I understand. I don't think there's any way that happens, but it would be the most Dallas Stars way ever to miss the playoffs. No, the way it would be is we go down to the last game and we know we have to win it in regulation and then we win in overtime. That would be perfect. <laughs> that would be poetry. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, Chris, here's a question for you. Ardell, when do we see Wedgewall again? Wedgewall is, he played great. He had an outstanding game, of course. Like best one of the month and Jake had some awesome games. But he is 100% the backup. He is not, there's no 1A, 1B. There is one and there is two. Wedgewall yep. is two. So next week we play a lot of games. We're going to see Wedgewall once, maybe twice. But don't we play both games this weekend? Saturday and Sunday? I think we do. We might. I don't remember. Let me take a look real quick. I would believe so. Because I think we play San Jose on Saturday and we play. All I know, all I know is, is, my, is that we play a lot. Yeah, we have back to back. We have San Jose and then Seattle Kraken. And then. No break, no two day breaks until the twenty fourth. That's insane. That's stupid. That's <laughs> play just... Se- San Jose, Seattle, break game, break game, break game, game, break game, break game, break game, <laughs> break game, break game, game, break game. We have one, two, three, four back to backs in the last month of the season, all against bad teams. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's a lie three against bad teams one of them's against calgary they're they're pretty decent i think <laughs> they're first in the pacific <laughs> yeah they're a good team it was a joke but yeah other than that our schedule's great <laughs> i think we see Wedgewall against seattle that's me and then we see otter again on uh saturday against san jose but I mean, I mean that's that's the logical thing so that's the thing that's not gonna happen right and man the so Wedgewall is gonna start both games how about that <laughs> definitely but <laughs> while, we're, while we're wrapping man. it up we think the 9 p.m starts are late saturday night 9 30 yeah boy we'll see you it at 1 a.m yeah <laughs> what so, i mean question mark? I, I, hashtag question mark um but it's a saturday so saturdays are, are better these games are, are killing me being this late but 
it is what it is, and we love doing what we do. So, anything else, Chris? Oh, wait, wait. I I, I forgot to mention. Um, Ardell asked, "Where is James? He's been MIA. Uh, he's been working a lot. Like he's been banking. And so he's been making lots of dough. Yeah, I I don't blame him one bit. James, did it, you get it? Did you get it, James? James, that's my dominoes. job. That's my job to say dad jokes. Domino's has pizza dough. Oh my gosh, you're an idiot. We got four points out of four points. On to San Jose. Wrap it up, Ryan. We'll see you guys on Saturday. Sunday morning? <laughs> I had to catch <laughs> myself. Sunday, Sunday morning. Sunday morning at 1 a.m. All right, and uh, that's going to be it for us tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you go and use the promo code THP, and the next time you go and use the DraftKings app for a special little offer from them. That lets them know we're the ones that sent you. Please go and take a look at StarCasticRemarksShop.com for all of our merch. We're on our first phase. Thank you for all of those that have already gone and ordered stuff. We appreciate you guys doing that. And along with Chris, I'm Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good evening. We still do it for bad wins. GG, boys.